to the $100 MBA show, your fix for daily business goodness with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar home. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. If you're not sure if your business or product idea is the one for you, make sure you check out our free idea validation video course. It's a seven-part course with an interactive workbook that's absolutely free on our website. Check it out at 100mba.net. In today's lesson, you will learn how to make big decisions. In today's lesson, I'll be sharing with you my strategy, my technique, my methodology when it comes to making big decisions, the decisions that really matter. We're making decisions all the time in our business as entrepreneurs. Most of them are pretty small. Most of them won't make or break the business. Whether it's a new hire, choosing a service provider, or choosing the font on your website. But when it comes to decisions that shape the direction of your business, the type of product you create, the type of service you provide, how you spend your time in your business, these are decisions you don't want to mess with. In fact, people are so intimidated by these decisions, they often put them off which is a decision in itself, but you don't have to. Anytime you're faced with a big decision, you can just follow these steps. You can follow the steps I'll be sharing with you today, and you'll know you've done everything you can to make the right decision. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by The Art of Charm. The Art of Charm is one of my favorite podcasts because it really takes a close look how to become a better version of you. My buddy Jordan Harbinger is the host of the podcast, and he interviews some of the best experts in the game. Some of these experts we've mentioned on the show here, either through a must-read or a quote that I mentioned, people like Greg McEwen, Charles Duhigg, Gary Vaynerchuk, and more. These are experts at the top of their game dissecting how they got there, as well as how they keep moving forward. Get better at social interactions, negotiation, self-awareness, and how to get the most out of your team. Head on over to iTunes or whatever you're using to listen to this podcast right now and search The Art of Charm and hit subscribe. Again, subscribe to The Art of Charm podcast. Decisions, decisions, right? We often get overwhelmed by them, especially the big ones, especially the ones that keep us up at night. Hey, there were a couple of decisions I had to make recently. And let me tell you, it is no fun with a strategy or without, but especially without. The point here is is that the reason why it's worrying you so much is because it's important. There's a lot at stake. I mean, this is your business. This is your life. And a big decision that affects it can mean its growth or its demise. So we want to make sure we nail this. So the first strategy I want to convey to you, the one that I want to share with you that I found the most helpful is this one. Set a deadline to make a decision. I know this sounds a little bit crazy, Like, this is not a launch, Omar. We're making decisions here. Yes, I know, but you have to make a decision. You cannot procrastinate, and procrastination is going to lead to poor decision-making. So the first thing is you need to set a date when the decision needs to be made. Now, this doesn't mean you have to rush the decision. So recently, Nicole and I had to make a big decision on the direction of Webinar Ninja, our software. We are working on our latest update, 5.0, and we had a decision to make to what that's going to look like. Now, there are small little factors inside, but there was an overall theme to this decision, or like I said, a direction. So I looked at my calendar and said, hey, how much time do I actually need to make a comfortable decision? And for me, I felt like four days would have been enough. So I marked my calendar. I said, by this day, I'm going to have a decision. 
Now, you might be thinking, hey, this is going to be a lot of pressure on that day or the day before. But actually, that's not how it works. When you tell your brain, when you tell yourself, hey, this is the day the decision needs to be made, your brain starts to prioritize that decision. You start thinking about it more. You start analyzing it more. You start looking for answers or asking the right questions because you know, this is important. I got to get this done. Secondly, you're telling yourself, this decision is important and I need to make time for it. But at the same time, I can't overthink it. I can't keep thinking about it over and over and second guessing myself. I need to do the right research, ask the right questions, ask the right people, and then make a decision. Now, for me and my decision, it was four days. It may be four weeks for you. You got to be honest with yourself. How much time do you actually need to make this decision? The only reason why you should be giving yourself so much time is if you need to do something to get to that decision, whether that's market research, surveying your customers, or getting some quotes or something like that from other suppliers. This requires some time, and therefore, you need that information to make a decision. But if you don't need any of that information and you're just saying four weeks because you just don't want to think about it right now, that's not the way to go. Give yourself enough time, but not too much time. Enough for you to put a little pressure on yourself to focus and make it a priority. All right, what else when it comes to making big decisions? Number two, you have to have a plan B. Let me explain. Usually when you're making a big decision, it's between one of two things, two options. So you need to ask yourself, if I choose option one, and that turns out to be not the right decision, what do I do? How do I turn it around? Some people call this the worst case scenario. Like if I make the wrong decision here, what's the worst that can happen? Well, that's half the equation. Yes, this is what the worst that can happen, but then what are you going to do about it? How are you going to recover? And you're going to do the same thing for option two. If option two was chosen and it was the wrong decision or turned out not to be the best decision, how do you pivot? Now, doing this exercise is really smart. Let me tell you why. Number one, you start to feel a lot more comfortable about this decision because you realize eh, it's not that bad if I make the wrong decision. If I happen to make the wrong decision, even after all the thought and the research I make, I can turn it around. It's okay. Number two, by going and exploring both options and coming from it at an angle of if this was the wrong decision, this is how I turn it around, you'll start to realize which decision is best. Meaning that if option two is the wrong decision, cleaning up that mess is huge. So you might realize that's a huge risk. I don't know if I can endure that risk. I'd rather go with decision one and that might help you in that decision making. That doesn't mean that option two is the wrong decision, but it sheds light on your values and where you want to go. And number three, you start to realize there are no wrong decisions. The only wrong decision in my book is not making a decision. When you don't make a decision, you don't take action and you don't have a plan. You don't have ownership over what's going on. Things just happen to you and you react. With our strategy, you know exactly what to do if something doesn't go right because you've already planned for it. You're a lot more equipped. You might have things in place already. And at the very least, you're mentally and emotionally ready for it. So this is a really smart thing to do. All right, number three. This one's going to be a little painful for some of you, but you got to be selective about who you ask who you seek advice from in this decision-making process. Some people, when they're making a decision, they ask everybody, everybody and their cat, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? That's not helpful. That's going to make you feel very overwhelmed and confused. You only should be asking people that can add value to the decision, meaning that they've been through this experience before. They have a business that's similar. They're an ideal client of yours. They're the ones who will endure that decision. Asking somebody who's not really familiar with what you do or the effects of these decisions is really not helpful. 
It's going to make you doubt yourself. It's going to make you feel like, I don't know what to do. I hear this from this person. I hear that from that person. And I got to make a decision in a couple of days. Only consult with people that can really add value, meaning they can add something to you. They can give you some advice. They can tell you what they did in this decision-making process or when they're in this situation before or what they want to see or which one is the lesser of two evils from a user's point of view. Hey, I did this when I was making this big decision for Webinar Ninja and I got the answers I needed. I was like, wow, okay, now that I hear from people that are actually, you know, users of Webinar Ninja that are big webinar users in general, I know it's important to them. I know there's a lot of weight in favor to one of these choices in my decision because of the feedback I got, feedback that's credible. Guys, I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, Neat. The Neat Company, founded in 2002, offers cloud-powered document and expense management software. Neat provides a secure location for all your important documents and makes it easy for small businesses to eliminate data entry and get information where it needs to go, whether it's an invoice, information to accounting software, or receipt information to expense reports. Neat's patented parsing technology automatically and accurately identifies the key data from these documents, such as a vendor, category, payment type, and more. And it integrates with popular applications like QuickBooks and TurboTax. This helps streamline the whole business process. With Neat, administrative tasks and bookkeeping functions will be simplified and automated so your small business can focus on growth. One of the best things about Neat is that you have the ability to capture documents from anywhere, customize folder structure, and keyword search for them at any time. Work smarter, not harder with Neat. Visit neat.com slash 100mba.net to start a free trial today. Again, that's N-E-A-T dot com slash 100MBA. Guys, to wrap up today's lesson on making big decisions, I want to share with you a couple quick strategies that are really going to kind of wrap it up. When you're making these decisions, understand this is just one of many big decisions you're going to be making as an entrepreneur. Just get used to this. Just resign to the fact that this is part of business. A lot of us, we just avoid this. We just feel so horrible about it. Like for some reason, this is the hardest thing about business. And for some of us, it may be, but it gets easier over time. You gain confidence and realize these strategies work. And at the end of the day, I need to make a decision. So don't avoid it and get used to it. Understand that this is just part of being an entrepreneur. Number two, remember that nobody's perfect and nobody makes the right decision every single time. Sometimes you're not going to make the right decision. But most of the time, you're going to be making a good decision, but not the perfect decision. And that's okay because you can tweak and modify and pivot. I encourage you to use the strategies I shared with you today. They've helped me over the years so much. Write them down. Put them on a post-it note. Put them on an Evernote. Put them somewhere that you can keep them handy on your phone so you can reference them easily the next time you need to make a big decision. All right, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. If you did, hit the subscribe button right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Overcast, on whatever you use to listen to podcasts. By hitting subscribe, you get all our episodes automatically every single day. That way, a new lesson gets delivered right to your device so you don't have to chase it down. All right, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. There's one thing I left off that I want to share with you that's really important. You need to be mindful of what's going on in your personal life when you're deciding on when you're going to make a decision. If you have guests over your house, if you're going through something with your family, if you or your wife is about to give birth and you're stressed out, that's okay. Keep that in mind when you're making decisions. You're not in the perfect state of mind. You're kind of being pulled in different directions. Your emotions will have an effect on your decisions. So be aware of what's going on in your personal life 
and factor that in. Sometimes you're gonna have to push it a little bit. Sometimes that decision needs to wait a little. If it can wait a little, do so so you can have a clear mind and make the decision that's right for your business. All right, that's it for me today. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.